you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. The Around the NFL Podcast. Is Sneaky Overrated? Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with heroes, Mark Sessler, Colleen Wolf, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, people? Hey, hey, hey. Hey. I thought of a hey. workaround. Oh. If you add a fourth hey. I think hey, 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 hey. There you go. Well, that's your own. Okay, that's okay. Connie Fox. Trademark it. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna work on it. Shadowy League figures can't can't no. touch us if you had a fourth hay. That's right. All right. Four hays in the books. Excellent. In the books. The Around the NFL podcast presented, of course, Greg, by Head and Shoulders. What a product. Oh, I love it. I mean, look at look at this mop right up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All sorts of product in there. Mm, yummy. <laughs> um, this is, of course, our weekly video show, which you could check out. Uh, starting at 6 p.m. Pacific on NFL.com slash ATN video. That's 9 p.m. Eastern. And, uh, you know, if you're overseas. Figure it out. It's your problem. It's on you. It's on you. It's not on it's us. It's not that hard. Anyway. The link lives there forever. So you can just watch it anytime during the week. And you just press refresh over and over just to artificially bump up our numbers. That's great. That's a good note from Greg. Um, great show today. Excited about today's show. So much to get to. Of course, the Monday Night Football recap. You know, I'm excited about these NFC East matchups. Um, Eagles-Redskins. Had that old vibe. Old vibe to it. So we're going to talk about that game. Uh, also, we're going to do a little TNF preview uh, oh, yeah. What is more historic than Ravens Dolphins? So we're going to uh, dig into that a little bit as well. And then uh, we haven't done it in a while. Figured this was a good day to do it. We're going to bust out the old ATN mailbag and see what the listeners um, want to know from us. I love it. Have you ever written a letter to someone by hand and sent it with a, an envelope and a stamp? A handwritten letter? Yes. Uh, Please I, don't tell me no. I think I wrote... Um, 
by the way, it's it wouldn't be an indictment of me as a person. You know, uh, you, I know you you you're a throwback. Oh, I'm Mark. I'm an old soul. Well, we I, know Mark. Better. I haven't I haven't I haven't in years. Water. But I'm now, just, the way you set that up, it's like, oh, just give me my quill and my little ink pen. That's exactly what. And I'm I'll send here. letters off to people. That's I have a connection. Saying. No, he writes calligraphy. Many letters. Uh, now that I think about it, like girls uh, back in high That's school. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, and I sent a letter to the editor once about Don Mattingly, and when he got benched for not getting a haircut. You're checking all the back. boxes. I mean, you, you didn't have like a pen very pal? defensive there. No pen pal. Really? No. Well, who, who? I got. I had friends that I knew. I didn't have people. You know, I don't like to leave my bubble. Oh, that sounds a, like you're a, a little clicky. I had a pen pal in Vietnam once, and it <laughs> went like two letters, and then it died. Letter across <laughs> the sea. The, letter back. Correspondence which, over. Which side of Vietnam? What do you mean, which side of Vietnam? You know. What what year was this? Was this during the war? Fifth grade. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Not during the yeah, war. Yeah, Mark wasn't in high school then. <laughs> Your attempt to age me like like decades beyond you is failing by the minute. <laughs> um, okay. So anyway, yes, I will do the mailbag. That will be fun. Uh, so let's get into it. Let's start everybody by yes, finishing out week seven. We say goodbye to week seven with our Monday night recap. Wentz and the gun. Have to get to the 35 for a first down. Here comes the rush. Wentz, they've got him. They've got him. He escapes. He's across the 30, the 35, the 40. He's got a first down out at the 44-yard line. How'd he do it? How'd he do it? I thought you said they got him. They did. (laughs) They had him. He disappeared. (laughs) <laughs> WIP with the call there, Mel Reese, your boy. Meryl right? Reese and yeah. Mike Quick. And Mike Quick uh, with the call. That was the turning point in the game early in the fourth quarter. Carson Wentz escapes from a what, what seemed to be destined as a sack, and the Redskins getting the ball back down seven. Instead, the drive stays alive. Carson Wentz throws another touchdown pass. He finished with four overall at the end of the day, 34-24 to win for the Eagles over the Washington Redskins. The Eagles continue to look like uh, the best team in the NFC early on. They are now 6-1. and one. That's an NFL best 6-1. and one. And Connie Fox, we'll start with you on this one. You are a Philadelphia native. Uh, this was not all good news for the no. Eagles who lost Pro Bowl left tackle Jason Peters to a serious knee injury that will end his season. Uh, but the Eagles are 6-1, and one, and Carson Wentz, again, looked like a superstar. Wow. It Like, watching this game, I couldn't even re- – I still don't – know if I can let myself believe in the team because they've hurt me so many times. It's like, time. And now it's time. giving me You've anxiety. You've got a quarterback. You've got a second-year quarterback. Well, yeah. I mean, he looks great right now. <laughs> when he escaped the pocket, it, it was like he almost looked like a little kid running. Like he, It's not like he it has like a ton of speed, <laughs> right. but he got out of that. And, and the plays that he made, he just looks so good right now. The whole team does. And losing Jason Peters, that's a massive, massive problem. I mean, that's his blind side. He's been so reliable. He is the key to that offensive line. And when we saw Lane Johnson get suspended last year, that's on the other side. But Vitae, uh, do, you, do you know how to pronounce his name? Vitia. Yes, that's it. Uh, Vitia. He, uh, it, it was. You've never it's definitely Vitae. Vitae. Halapuli Vati Vitae. Yeah, think, the, right? the first name is even is much trickier. Yeah, but uh, that offensive line is the key to this team, and so I'm just wondering, and I hope that they can continue with what they've been doing uh, without Jason Peters. The one thing I'd say about this game 
And you, I know you love NFC East matchups. We grew up around the same area, and what, no matter what team you different root era, for, but the same area, it's different era. But then I'll go. Then actually, I'll help you out here yeah. because I'll go back a little bit before yeah, where the what old, were those Vietnam era Redskins teams like? You Mark, know, Greg, Mark when is Vince freak out. Greg, was the, the, the joke reaches a certain point, and then Greg adds the extra punchline that yeah. kind of falls a bit flat. No, we saying, continue on with our are conversation. Are you saying Greg is extra punchline guy? He's the no, extra punchline guy it's, it's the one, for the exercise the that, of this show. It's the one that finally gets Mark going. For That's the exercise what we show. You can see getting, it on his face. Yeah, this just had. This was. I'm so glad this happened in prime time because if yeah. it got yeah. lost on some one o'clock CBS game with one and a half cameras and Greg Gumble announcing. We're not treated to what is a game-changing special performance. Carson Wentz, he already has been doing this week after week in little segments. And last night, he put it all together. And I was sitting on the couch, and that exact play that they just put, where he escapes out, I thought, this game is going in the Redskins' direction all of a sudden. And bang, he bolts out. And it's like, this is what makes... The season where the Eagles could wind up in the Super Bowl, he could wind up as the MVP with oh, so many other guys. I can't out of us. even I'm hear just saying, it. I'm just saying. It, it was a very break- special performance. It was, it was his breakout game. People were like, "Well, this is not his breakout game. He's been breaking out." It's like, no, it his was best two games of the season were in prime time. That's why people are talking up MVP. First, let's see if he can back it up. There's nine more games left. Can he? Can he? keep it going because his first month of the season was good. It wasn't at the level that it's been the last three weeks. But what impressed me with Wentz and what I think so exciting if you're an Eagles fan, he makes those special plays. I mean, he only had a couple completions in the first half, but two of them were just bananas. But after that run that we've referenced a few times, he goes right down the field and he shows everything. He changes the play at the line of scrimmage, has a dart over the middle, has a beautiful touch pass to the sideline to Alshon Jeffrey, and then for the touchdown, he's up at the line of scrimmage. He has a run pass option where he's calling the plays and he knows the right place to call. And he that's a very tough team to defend. And he does it with his mind, with his arm, with everything. Well, and they've incorporated the fact that he could back that up and then you put it out. I mean, it they've was incorporated stuff that he used in college. Like he's actually adding to the playbook. He's he's a big part of the offense in terms of how they plan. You just don't see that for most and, of these guys at this age. And this is why it is not too soon to start pounding the table as Wentz is a favorite for MVP. Uh, because because first of all, they are uh, 6-1. He's on pace to throw 39 touchdowns and throw for 4,200 yards. His QB rating is over 100. He's checking all the boxes. And their schedule is not very different. No, it's right. not. They have a nice schedule. Compared to the Redskins, for instance. I was watching the game with Keith yesterday. Keith Hans is in town for the week. And and we looked at the schedule and it was like, that looks like 12-4. and four. And if he continues to play well, he'll have the numbers and potentially a number one seed. That's how you win MVP. I think it's not too soon to kind of look ahead to what he it, could be. I, I'm only saying he's been outplayed significantly by Tom Brady this year. I don't think it's even close. And I think Alex oh, Smith see, is I see better. what's coming. You know, and Alex Smith, too. I think you're it, fair. It's you know, fair you have Brady. to count every game. Like, Brady <laughs> never had a game. Like, Wentz had a couple games that no one's going to mention, like the Giants game, where he played very poorly. Like, you haven't had those type of games. They Week end up winning the game. Tom Brady, but... I, I see your point. Well, he, I think you're that absolutely that right. Even, but but this it's is, early. This it doesn't it doesn't. This is a developing scenario, right. and it's exciting because we've lost quarterbacks, and there's a bunch of old quarterbacks that we've been tracking for a right. decade plus. It's good to have someone Here, young. Here's the thing, though. They didn't just lose J- Jason Peters, which Jordan is Jordan Hicks. They lost Jordan Hicks for the season, who's been one of their better defensive players. This is a team that's essentially won, I think, of their six wins, five of them, 
or four of them have been within one score with two minutes left in the game. Like that, they, They're winning close games. I don't think of them as a dominant team. So I think they're going to have their ups. They're going to have their downs yeah. Like during the season. I don't think they're necessarily running away. Well, Redskins away from, lost from a bunch of linemen, and too. This was guys, a violent game. You guys ha- get Super Bowl tickets. Like Everybody, full-time mm. employees, get two tickets each. I don't because yeah. I'm not considered a full-time employee here. So I immediately, last night, was like texting my agent. was like, can I get Super Bowl don't tickets? You, oh, see, so you're going to don't you, you can get... buy them. You can. You have the opportunity to buy them at cost, I believe. Ouch. And I was also th- if you the same. I feel like a rule should be like I had my red contact jersey rule that nobody seemed to be into. What about the number of shows that you host or involved with? You get a Super Bowl ticket here, so Colleen should get three and a half Super Bowl tickets. How about mm, you think so? Yeah. I see what you're doing there. No, four, <laughs> four. Give me four. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we we'll talk about these teams more uh, as we look ahead to next week. But let's move on and talk some news. Excuse me, sir, do you have the time? I was going to ask you, sir, if you have the time. I do have the time. You do have time? I do have time. You do have time? I do have time. You do have time? I do have time. You're doing the halftime show at the Super Bowl? You do have time! Um, I I'm really hoping that's the extent of Jimmy Fallon's involvement in the halftime show. I know oh, he's, he's going to be part. I think they, be they've telecast you that he is going to be playing major, <laughs> if not half of the role. Um, all right, let's do some news. You're excited, Connie? Yeah. What you don't like Fallon? Fallon's fine. Fallon's fine. But uh, the history you do like of rapping. History of rap. I love that. No, you what? You're over down. it too. We can calm down a little bit. Oh, okay. now he's yeah. aging you. Watch oh, yeah. out. He's, he's everyone's on this guy's radar. <laughs> All right, let's talk. More halftime talk a little bit later, but right. let's do some news. Martavis Bryant. All right, so Rap Sheet reported, I think, a week ago Sunday that Bryant wanted out. Uh, Bryant and everyone else connected to the Steelers wide receiver refuted that report. And then after, once again, Juju Smith-Schuster was clearly having a, a bigger role than him in Sunday's win against the Bengals. Um, uh, Bryant was salty on Instagram and then didn't show up to Monday's practice, said he had a doctor's appointment. And now uh, Bryant finally has talked on the record with ESPN's Josina Anderson saying that if the Steelers aren't going to target him, they should trade him. This is, wow. See, this is the type of guy you want to build around. This is the guy that you want. Here's what <laughs> oh. he said to Anderson. If they don't try to include me more and continue to do the same thing, then I want out, period. I just want to be happy. I would like it. To be here, but if not, then oh well, just got to move on. He added, I'm not being selfish. Ha! It's just, I want to help contribute and I want to be the best player that I can be. Uh, Mike Tomlin, the Steelers coach, was asked about the Bryant situation on Tuesday. Not really a big fan of talking about it. I have no desire to sit up here with a catcher's mid and field questions about Martavis and his social media habits, to be quite honest with you. Um, we've invested a lot in Martavis since we drafted him. Um, he's not available uh, via a trade. Um, we've invested a lot. Uh, we've covered a lot of ground. It's obvious that we still got more ground to cover with him because we're having a conversation about him that's not football related. Um, but we have. Um, he's done a lot. Uh, in the period of time that he's been here in terms of improving not only as a player but as a man. Uh, But we still got a ways to go. Um, He was out of bounds with some of his actions in terms of the things that he said on on social media. Uh, It will will be dealt with appropriately so. Uh, That ball's in my court. I haven't visited with him yet. Uh, To be quite honest with you, I haven't visited with him yet because I've had bigger fish to fry. little 
Tomlin not thrilled with the situation, Mark. No, and they have bigger fish on their offense to give the ball to as well. I mean, that game against the Bengals, they didn't need him. He had one catch for three yards, and they haven't needed him much this season. And they can say, oh, we don't want to trade him. Uh, We're not interested in that. I think the problem is you're probably going to have a real tough time trading a guy that is out there talking to national reporters behind the team's back that's constant bombshells. This is a team that's already from Le'Veon Bell's holdout all the way till now has had sort of weekly drama, and yet they're a fantastic team with Super Bowl hopes. I don't know how much longer he stays there, whether they can trade him or you get rid of him in general. I mean, this is not, this is something NFL teams do not need this distraction on a week-to-week basis. He's creating it. This is the type of stuff that you would hear from a team that you would expect to hear from a team that's not doing well, that has a losing record, that's falling apart, that's on the brink of their season just crumbling. Not from a team that's doing well right now, that's had two straight games where the offense is back on track. Like, you can't be a selfish player like this and then say that you're not being selfish. Like, did you see when Juju Smith-Schuster is doing the hide-and-seek celebration and everybody's like doing He's just standing there being sulky. Like, he's not... Well, and he's calling out Juju Smith on Instagram. Yeah, and he had a photo, a screen grab of Antonio Brown, the ball going to him, and being like, "Why are you throwing to him when I'm open?" It's like, what is going? It's a terrible like, that's seventy-two really, hours. Really, really immature. And also the fact that he said that he's worried about the need to support his family—that's mm. straight out of Terrell Owens' playbook. Well, like he, that's exactly what To did. You know, you get paid off numbers. He's coming off a suspension, which cer- certainly won't help. Uh, which was his fault. By his the way. next contract, yeah, and and this is not going to help his next contract. It. It is interesting to me that for weeks he played less than Juju Smith-Schuster, and after he made a lot of noise last week, he actually played more than Juju Smith-Schuster last week. They're they're splitting time, ultimately. It's just a weird offense. Antonio Brown has almost half the the receiving yards. People wouldn't guess it, but for as as low as Bryant's numbers are, he's actually the second-leading receiver on the team. It's just Antonio Brown is blowing everyone out of the water. It's Bell and Brown. He's a role role player. He's a role player. I would not... I'm sure there are some teams out there that feel like they're missing a piece uh, on offense. I would not go near this guy uh, oh, I because would. of his history. You would? Because of his attitude. From the Cowboys, if you could get him for like a fourth-round pick, absolutely. Sure, but then be careful. I'll, I'll, a personal anecdote involving the Steelers uh, and my Jets, Antonio Holmes. They traded for him. He was a malcontent in Pittsburgh. They got great uh, value out of him they until did. they gave him a contract, and then he became their worst nightmare. I feel like Bryant could be the same situation, so buyer beware, or at least if you want to re-up with a guy after his rookie deals up. Before we move on, I don't believe – Mike Tomlin that saying that Martavis Bryant is not available. I think if the right trade offer oh, has come along, that there's that there's been talk behind the scenes about potential trades. And if he's saying that, if anything, maybe it indicates to me that they don't feel like they're going to get a good enough offer to bother to trade him. Because I think why not just why not just keep him? You got you got an article today, Mark Sessler, about some trade talk candidates. Hang it up quick because each of the names involved, you know, they're they're moving quickly. So you can go read it on the site somewhere. Yeah, Good it's luck. right here. Go try to find it. NFL.com slash Sessler. Moving on, Marshawn Lynch, who was suspended one game um, after he uh, was ejected on Thursday night uh, for pushing officials, pushing an official or making contact with an official while trying to separate Buddy and opponent Marcus Peters from a scrum in that uh, classic game between the Raiders and Chiefs. Uh, That suspension was upheld on Tuesday. The NFL announced that James Thrash. Whose job did he take in? He took... um, Merton Hanks? Was there someone? Am I getting it confused? Merton Hanks 
Yeah. There's someone between yeah. Hanks and Thrash? Hanks was involved. I, I yeah. don't have the lineage for Thrash. you. I, yeah. I want the lineage. I, I want the lineage. Why? <laughs> I'm yeah, all about the appeals <laughs> officer lineage. You're dropping insane like front o- like NFL front office Former. like hierarchies on us. It's like a trivia question. Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Fulton, uh, before the end of the show, this will be a good like challenge for you as you continue to get more comfortable. Uh, if I could have the lineage since 2010 of the NFL appeals officers. Yeah, because she doesn't have anything else going no, on right now. Apologies you got to you. It. I'm on top of it. Okay, thank Former you. Former Eagles legend, James Thrash. Anyway, the Lynch's James suspension. James Thrash, everybody called him. All right. Is upheld. That will be fun. Uh, which shouldn't be a surprise, Greg, because I don't think the NFL was ever going to give uh, Lynch a pass on anything. And, they, you know, nobody like they don't like the officials getting uh, anybody getting handsy with the officials. So one game stands. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was overturned because that happens so often in these scenarios. And I thought the case that Lynch presented by all reports was compelling. Not only was he, you know, he was doing the wrong thing, but he was trying to play peace speaker. But more to the point, he presented an argument. He came up with nine different players who put their hands on an official, including Aaron Donald in an incident I remember very well early last year, and none of those guys were suspended. So I do think it's fair to raise the question, what's the difference? What it, what yeah. is – I don't – and this happens with all these suspensions, just kind of case by case. Like, what is the standard? Why did those guys not get yeah. suspended? It's it's shocking to me that the league has uh, confusing decision-making on some <laughs> of these things. But watching the thing, I think his teammates say, we're behind you on this one. He's going out and helping his team. Like, this is different than some of the other – Oh, he's helping yeah. his friend who was on the other team, but – And he I was just, on the call, yeah. too. Like, he testified for Lynch. It's Marcus Peters. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It was trying. He was trying to settle it all down. Here's he's the thing: he's trying to be really... a mature peacemaker, and he was whacked down for that. I think the Raiders, or at least the fans, maybe don't it. care that much because <laughs> it's like, well, we're not really diminishing our chances to win. DeAndre Washington and Jalen Richard are going to be just fine. I don't think they're losing and, on going to them. And before we like, you know, knight Marshawn Lynch for I'm, this, we're not. We're not. I'm just saying, not knighting. He wasn't involved in the play. What was going to happen to Marcus Peters? Is he going to be thrown off the top of a building? Like, well, everything was going to be fine, and then he put his hands on the official. It was stupid. It was a nice. It to become a centerpiece on national television. Yes. Hadn't been doing a lot, so let's race out in the middle of the field and create some I'm just drama. Saying, if it's a rule that if you put your hands on an official, you're suspended, then that should be It should be, be consistent. Come, come it should be consistent. Rule. One more thing to add, too. When I was at training camp in Oakland, Marshawn Lynch Ooh. had his whole... A team of camera guys and audio guys following him around. I think he's putting something together. So <laughs> this is this I'm co- just wait. So it it's, out it's there. back to the Marshawn Lynch, Colleen Wolf curse. Everything comes back <laughs> to me. You come to Tiny Box. <laughs> Some deep state information. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe one of the more obvious things, at least to me this year, is like this. Come, I'm doing this for O Town. No, you're not doing this for the town. You're doing this for Marshawn. Let's be honest. Let's calm down. And that's just my opinion, Greg. I know you disagree. I see through it. All. Maybe it's a little bit I don't of both. Disagree. Maybe it's both. I don't. Maybe. Yeah. Of course <laughs> maybe. <it's both>. maybe. <laughs> Moving on. Joe Thomas is out for the season. Bad. More bad news for the Browns. The uh, left tackle who had his famous snap streak uh, snapped at 10,363 when he suffered an arm injury in uh, the Cleveland overtime loss to Tennessee on Sunday. Uh, you knew it had to be probably serious to get him out of the game and the way he was react- reacting. And indeed, it was torn triceps, needs surgery, and the Browns sent him to uh, injured reserve. Uh, Thomas told reporters Monday that he plans to undergo the surgery today, Tuesday, and he'll wait until the offseason to decide his NFL future. 
Am I done playing? I don't know, he said. It's too early to make any decisions. Mark, will Joe Thomas be on the Cleveland Browns week one, 2018? Well, I mean, he's set to make a lot of money. So if that's a factor, which it usually is, my I would lean towards yes. I think it matters a lot. It's not that old. He's not that old, and he, and he pl- was playing great this season. And, and the minute he went out of the lineup, it showed. I mean, this is a guy, he obviously is someone that doesn't shy away from work. 10,363 wow. straight snaps, an NFL record, 11 years. I think he loves football. I think that he would love the situation to be different. And my question would be, is he a Cleveland Brown or is he somewhere else? Because it may be time to give Well, that's him a what chance. I asked you. You said, will he be playing? If he, well, I, no, will he be on the Cleveland Browns week one in September? My guess is yes. He does seem hyper loyal, like crazy yeah, loyal. He's very to the loyal. Cause. I mean, that, there's yeah. no, there's no like animosity. So my guess would be yes, but a lot can change. And he's turning, he's turning 33 now. Jason Peters is turning 36 and is coming off a torn uh. ACL and MCL. They're both due to make a lot of money. Peter, like Thomas, this is an injury that when you recover from, you recover from. Yeah. Like he, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's long term damage, and I think it should be pointed out. These two guys go after last night were literally the top two ranked tackles yep. by Pro mm. Football Focus this season. So even though they're up there in years, they are at the very top of their game. And our our friend Chris Wessling pointed out they are probably the two picks at the end of this decade when the Pro Football Hall of Fame chooses their All Decade team at tackle. Jason Peters and Joe Thomas. It's it's sad to to lose them at the same time. I thought Tyron Smith might have a chance at that knock Peters out, but but I mean that that's it's pretty incredible that they're still like the best in the game. Um, and finally, one little uh, more bit of uh, Browns news. LeBron James was asked about the Browns' struggles, uh, and he had this to say: "I ain't been one in twenty-two at nothing, nothing." He said he will hold his other opinions on the Cleveland football team uh, to himself. Will keep them to himself. I'm I'm wondering if Gonzo knows anything about this. Uh, John you Arnold know what? Gonzalez, born March 12, 1977, is an American sports writer who's married to NFL media broadcaster <laughs> Colleen Wolf. John, who's a Pisces, resides in Los Angeles with his wife and two dogs. I'm glad we cleared that up because I just keep forgetting who John is. Like, it's just a little bit that's problematic. Right. That's right. Any- um, yeah. I don't know. I, the only thing I know about basketball right now is that the Sixers won last night. Listen. Who's excited? They're one and three. I'm not Philadelphia sports. I'm saying that you're probably Big more excited than Philly we are. sports. You know, I'm, know. A, I'm a little worried about you know Fultz's uh, free throw motion. I'm on top of things, Colleen Wolf. It's not great. It's really ugly. Greg's random NBA knowledge just keeps on throwing. Well, you me know off. why? You know why? Why? There's a little city in the middle of the desert that's asking people to weigh in on certain things, and Greg has found a new territory to be a part of. <laughs> Suddenly, Greg cares about basketball out of nowhere in the yeah. middle of a busy NFL season. Hmm. It's I'll like, connect the dots. It's like once once upon a time, uh, a man named Bugsy looked upon a desert and said, <laughs> I could build something here. Yep. Greg is now doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Nah, I stick to tennis, you know, off season. That's, that's you, a, you play, on the you play tennis in the off season. That's yeah. right. And in player. season. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're the only okay Mike Tomlin put it this way you're the only uh, <laughs> tennis player I know so it's kind of unique mm. I could do you guys know another tennis player John, do not. Play, John plays tennis no a tennis player mm. I do not uh, no no you're right uh, alright that's it for the news time now for Thursday night football shoulders of greatness talk oh yeah time to talk a little dolphins Ravens, a Dolphins a team uh, that Greg it. It is now official that Jay Cutler with multiple cracked ribs uh, will not play. It's Matt Moore's world. 
And uh, going against the Ravens, it's a perfect spot, you would think. Maybe not perfect, because the Ravens could put together a good effort on defense. But a nice spot for the Dolphins to know they don't have to score a ton of points to win a game. No. I mean, the Ravens' defense has been solid this year, but because their offense is so bad, they needed to have a special season, and it's not really happening. I mean, when they play a team like the Bears or the Vikings, those are teams that you think, okay, Ravens defense, go win a game for by yourself, and they're just fine. They're not a, a special defense in any way, and I, I think you're right. I don't think you're going to need to put up many points if you're Matt Moore. Well, and having to go out there so quickly after so many three-and-outs and busted Ravens drives, I see a, a Ravens team that sometimes wears down towards the end of the game, that the Vikings were able to run on them late after being held back to some degree on Sunday. I thought it, that was really surprising too because they had Brandon Williams back in the lineup. He looked the, great the early. He looked yeah. great early and he had a big he had a big like run stuff early, but then it changed. It's just that I, I think that if you're Jay Ajayi and these games never go the way we think they are on Tuesday, but Jay Ajayi, it's you're set up for a big game in this. And I think that that's what you if, if the Dolphins want to win, they have to he has to be the absolute heart of the offense and they have a good defense to match. It seems like a game they can handle. Yeah, Latavius Murray, he was able to run. He ran for 113 yards and a touchdown on them. So Jay Ajayi, I feel like it's kind of weird, but I feel like Jay Ajayi's had better games when Mike Pouncey is not in the lineup. Like, I, I don't he's, know why. He's had a pretty bad season, Ajayi. He's averaging three and a half yards a carry. He still has not scored a touchdown. This is a guy a lot of people pegged as maybe the number one productive running back in the league entering the season. They kind of need him to, I know it's not just all on him, but they need him to kind of play more like he did in those big games. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those games where you just got to find a way to win if you're the Dolphins, because they are the kings right now of winning ugly. I mean, they are the kings of, can we get better as the season gets along? Because we're not that good right now, but they're four and two. And this is a game you look at and think, I don't know. I don't know if Baltimore can score on Indomitian Sue and Cameron Wake and the, and the Dolphins cut. They were feeling so good about their secondary. They cut Byron Maxwell, who's one of the highest paid players on their team because they like their young players and they're going to be trying to cover I mean, this is an NFL offense where the leading receivers, Ben Watson coming off of a serious injury, and Chris Moore and Campanero and Griff Whalen. Griff Whalen. Griff. It's, like, catching passes it's like this, is, been, this is the single worst. Hanging out with Connor on the couch. You have to say Ozzie Newsom has put together the single most depressing offense in the entire NFL because it's all a bunch of Ouch. guys who are cut elsewhere. Right. I mean, the best things that they have are kind of – Third chance guys. Well, and they no been, drafting and development. He needs to take the heat for that. He, I think he will start. To, oh there's God. also been injuries. You lost. <laughs> oh, no. I just spilled. Greg a water. spills. Greg if, spills water in the middle of his if, analysis. If the show stops, whenever his arguments reach a crescendo, he just like, like completely knocks things. The water over. spills on expensive technology. This is though. like the first, you know, real time that you got to watch NFL.com/slash/ATN video. What are we, 35 want, minutes? And, and what I love so much is that Greg is not yeah, even cleaning that. it up on his own. Dan has it's to clean it. It's on the floor. It. What are we going to do? Um, we got paper. Dan, Dan has now that, to now that in and clean it up. Joe Thomas's Iron Man streak is over. Greg's continues spilling water on expensive equipment. The next longest. Every year. Yep. Since he's been with NFL Media. Good job, every Greg. Month. Every month. You're consistent. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I have a question. You know what goes great with water? What? Uh, head and shoulders. Shoulders are great. Yeah, it does. You yeah. need that, in fact. Uh, here's my question. This is more kind of a big picture Ravens uh, question, but I know Joe Flacco got, was behind the eight ball um, this season, and he doesn't have a lot of supporting cast, but I know he makes a ton of money. I don't know his contract situation, but does he have to show a little bit something uh, to not be in any type of danger? And I shouldn't even ask that question without looking at his contract, but he is not 
he has not been a guy that's been able to lift them at all, and he's getting paid like a superstar. Well, they're, th- they're three and four. If they if they were to lose to Miami, you go three and five. And if the if the floor fell out and you found found yourself in position in April to draft someone that the team were in love with, maybe. But they're not going to go get someone out there in the league well, he, right now to replace. And him. he's only under contract for twelve million next year. He had a huge mm, signing bonus when he signed. So I think they have to think yeah. about their next quarterback though, because this is th- I think he's had the worst two seasons of his career going into this season. And this is clearly the worst. So that's three straight years. Well, their owner, the their owner just came out and said, when it comes to Ozzie Newsom, John Harbaugh, and Joe Flacco, he's like, I know everyone wants these rash, deci- rash decisions. He's like, that's not how I operate. It's not how I've ever yeah. operated. There's no decisions happening with any of these guys. So I, that we'll makes see. sense. The They're more Ravens four. thing to do would be to just hire another offensive coordinator, right? Before getting rid of Flacco, right? Just keep, just keep, just just keep running right, different running ones through. through. Uh, that helps the quarterback. The job you don't want yeah. is All right. offensive coordinator on the Ravens. So, yeah, Matt Moore, Joe Flacco. Flacco. Gets him. Flacco, is he a Faluco? That's the question. That's what it ultimately comes down to. That is the shoulders of greatness chat. Thursday night football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. A little bit of extra water. A little bit of water. A little bit of water. A little Throwing bit of some uh, water on that discussion. Yep. Just hose it down. All right. <laughs> Let's not boil the ocean. Let's not boil the ocean here, everybody. Uh, <laughs> never good. Hey, you want to save big? Yeah. Over 300 yeah. million smart and thrifty shoppers have discovered Wish, the mobile mall app that connects you to thousands of, Mark? Mobile mall apps. Merchants. Merchants. Mm. Wish makes it easy to shop fashion, shoes, electronics, kitchen gadgets, and more directly from the makers. That way, you pay 60 to 90% less than what you'd pay in a, Mark? In a mall or something, out on, out on the street, buying things in stores. Yeah. Store. Okay. Store. No markups, no overpay. They even have an outlet section complete with products from amazing brands like U.S. Polo, Champion, Wrangler. Greg? You wear those jeans, right? Oh, yeah, love me some Wrangler. <laughs> Hanes, everybody loves them underpants. And if you can wait a few weeks for delivery, you'll get lower sh- shipping prices than almost anywhere else. No wonder it's the number one shopping, Mark? App. Yes, ah! on the App Store and Google Play and the highest rated mobile shop- shopping app in the Com- world. Got it. Plus, all you <laughs> plus all you basketball fans will be glad. John Gonzalez. Yep. Greg. We'll be glad to, Greg, to know that Wish is the official mobile shopping partner of the, Mark? NFL. Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, okay. NBA. <laughs> this is weird. I was ch- I had a I had received an important message. Okay. Continue on. And now for our listeners. Wish is offering all new users a free gift with purchase, but dedicated Wish lovers, don't worry about being left out. All listeners can get 20% off your purchase by using my code around NFL. Just download and open your Wish, Greg. Red shiny ball app. (laughs) (laughs) Find things that you didn't even know you needed and enter my code around NFL for 20% off your next, Greg? Red shiny ball. (laughs) What is this my my code business? We're a team. I'm just reading the copy. Well. Just reading the copy. Divisive. Um, Take it up with the people at Wish, the good people at Wish. No, I mean, you could adjust it. Could have. Very easily. Could have. Just reading the copy. Pro would do that. Or maybe, you know. Not his job to change the copy, really. Yeah. No. My job is to read the copy. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Now it's time to do the mailbag. Very exciting. Uh, because why do we do the mailbag? 
We do the mailbag, Mark, and I think you know this. I think you're on the same page. When we're out of ideas? When we're out of ideas. There's that. That's correct. It's a factor. But also, when we want to just, well, let's just connect. Intermix. Intermix. Let's interact with Intermix. the, with the Inter- listeners. Interact. Interact. That's why we do it. But mostly when show. we don't really have an idea that's better. Uh, but so many things to get to. And we're going to start this uh, uh, mailbag edition with a question from a guy by the name of Mark with a K. Any heat there, Mark? With a C? No, it's a different. It's a totally different type of human being. Okay. It's from Prague. Yeah. Oh. It's been a strange NFL season so far, but what is the strangest uh, or least anticipated thing to have happened so far this year? Would be interested to hear all of you weigh in on that. Okay, Mark, get us going. With a C. It's easy for me. It's the Jets. Week after week, I see a team that's playing down to the final minute of the game. They've very close to having a winning record. And two months ago, we had them signed, sealed, and delivered as the worst team, not only this season, but maybe ever. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have been more wrong. That's fair. I like that one. So I'm not going to go with the predictable homer pick here in the Eagles. The Rams. That's been a major surprise from last year. Team of ATL. After, yes. The team of ATL. Every week, I'm surprised by them. And I think that the addition of Andrew Whitworth is like, it's not talked about a ton, but I think it's changed the way that that offense can operate, both passing the ball and running the ball. And you can see the the difference that the coaching staff has made. And I guess the second year of golf and with these guys, but it's a totally different team. Um, I will say Deshaun Watson becoming a star so quickly. I thought... um he didn't even start the season as the starter, and then when he got in the game in week two, it didn't look like a guy that immediately knew what he was doing. But now, uh, coming out of his bye, you kind of you lock him in. If you're a fantasy owner, he's like your top player. If you're a Texans fan, he's the face of the franchise. That is a huge surprise to me that it happened yeah. this quickly. Well, I, I really focused in on the word strange. And so the strangest thing to me is, you remember Logan Thomas? Yes. Oh yeah, what a quarterback. The last last time we saw him, he was a quarterback. He was he was having one of the rougher uh quarterback performances I would say of the century uh with under Bruce Arians as a quarterback in Arizona after that Carson Palmer injury. Yeah. And then suddenly, you know, I'm wa- watching the Bills early this season. Logan Thomas is out there getting significant snaps at tight end, scoring touchdowns for an offense that's Doing pretty well, doing well enough. That's a good one. I'm just like, well, that's that's, that's pretty strange. strange. That's pretty strange. So, and, and they're winning games with weird Logan Thomas and Nick O'Leary and all these guys. That's pretty weird. All weird. the injuries too have been really weird, like big name injuries. Too. Yeah, too, that that's been more depressing. Kind of unfortunate. Yeah, injuries are part of the game. It's a violent sport, Colleen. Listen, I know. I'm just gonna mansplain <laughs> this one for you. Get out of here with that. I'm gonna throw <laughs> the rest of the water in the cup over, on you. <laughs> um, there we go. Nick has this to say: biggest dark horse to make a legit playoff run this season. Connie, you get us going here. Oh, biggest dark horse. Um, oh my God, what if it was the Jets? <laughs> I mean, if you're saying the biggest, it would probably, you could dark. say the Browns or the Niners, but the Jets, at least they, they won no, some games. Well, yeah, but nobody no is expecting them to make a playoff run, and nobody thought that they would. The Browns the are, are going to be maybe eliminated this week. Which it's is a, crazy. Jets are a pretty dark horse scenario. Yeah. I would eat my softball pants if the Jets won a playoff game. <laughs> All right. All right. Really? Not yeah. that crazy. I'd, I mean, I would love to eat the pants if it meant the Jets won like nine or ten games and then won a playoff game. It's crazy because so few teams have been eliminated at this point. Other than the Browns, 49ers, Colts, I would put in, and Giants, I feel like 
the other 28 teams have some sort of argument. Thinking of a dark horse, how about the Chargers? Just because we had, we had given up on them, and they're a weird team. Mm-hmm. They're kind of the opposite of last year's Chargers, where they're, they're winning games Both by games. tough, and they're not really that smooth on offense, but they've just kind of have a good vibe to them, and like, you know, winning games with defense. Not a dark they, horse pick if you chose them as your AFC Super Bowl team. Right, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, and I'll, I thought Greg was going to do it, so I'll throw it out there. The Saints in a, a wide-open NFC now. Do I think they could make a playoff run now? It wouldn't be the craziest thing. Yeah, Yeah. they're first place. And uh, they were my pick before the season. So they're the favorites. Whoa. Whoa. Calm down. All right, moving on. This one uh, from Kelsey. Uh, My fiance and I, both big fans. Hmm. Nice. I like that when couples listen. Yeah. Are getting married soon. I'm assuming to each other. Uh, what marriage advice <laughs> well, can the heroes offer? Fiance. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. It's not completely clear, uh, but I'm assuming they are getting huh. married to each other. Mark, you're a guy. You're a, you're a sage man. You, you're a deep thinker. Uh, you've been married for, what, eight years, something like that? Uh, since 2009. Right. So did I get it right? Like that. 2017, Apps. 2009, eight years. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, what do you got? Well, I would have uh, specific advice. I'd have specific <laughs> advice. I'd have specific advice for men, number one, but for a couple, and I will take the I advice. I thought it was for men. I'll My take fiance the advice. and I, what marriage fiance advice can the heroes offer? Anything else? <laughs> I, come on. Give me a break. I, uh, I got advice from my grandfather, and I failed to follow it okay. many times, but he basically pulled me aside one time and said, don't sweat the small stuff. That was it. And it's like, had I never sweated the small stuff, in our marriage from now, from then till now, would have been in great position. I mean, it's like you get in trouble when you do that. I think. That's a good advice for life. I mean, I, I feel good. like sweating the small stuff is kind of your thing, though. Mm. But that's what I'm saying. I don't do that. Yeah. So that's a big, it's something I mm. think about all the time. Stop being the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I the way that Why I am? am I, yeah. Connie? Um, it's good to get a female perspective here. I would say, I mean, this is, I, so for me, like just base I just moved you guys know that and we moved into a new apartment and it's like a little bit it's still really small but it has two bathrooms two full bathrooms so we each have our own bathroom and that is like That's the big. nicest thing in the world interesting like you should have as many seems- bathrooms as ho- as shows you host on NFL exactly <laughs> exactly so three it's and like half. Yeah. but but I think like the no bigger the bigger the point of it is like to be able to give each other space like you have your time together and then your time apart your independent lives and your lives together and I think that's important to like be able to have that same to have I both do of follow those. and I agree with that that's good that's good uh, I would say once uh, Kelsey and, and your hubby uh, have kids if you do have kids make sure to t- make sure you and your uh, husband have time together hmm. make sure don't get caught yep. up in the raising kids thing and then oh we haven't been on a date in nine months it's not good it's a problem mm-hmm. I would say, you know, just from my perspective, like bring uh, baked goods or treats often. It can make up for a lot. If you just give your partner food as a surprise, that can cover up a lot of ills. Just like show up with, you know, it depends. Like, like, yeah, that's just, thoughtful. That's just show up. Nice. Yeah, it, you know, maybe replace baked goods with whatever. Flowers. Your wife whatever. Something wants. unexpected. But yeah, like just just bring. F- I generally it's food. Just <laughs> arrive with food. Out of, you know, as a surprise. That'll. Mm. Sm- I'm like just gonna that. start going to your house. Yeah. If Lindsay, that's the case. Lindsay Fulton, not married, not yet. Anyway, 
Um, you taking notes on all this? Not even close. Okay. Okay. Uh, Moving on. This one from Chris. Chances that the Browns leave Hugh in London after they get obliterated by the Vikings on Sunday. Whoa. I guess we'll start with a quiet storm on that one. Uh, I think it's low because the faults that are inherently, you know, plaguing the team, I think have as much to do with the front office approach that he was saddled with. And if they don't want to, if they don't want to look that way at it, that's fine. He's he's not done a great job of coaching. There's another scenario where I could see him being fired, winding up replacing Marvin Lewis, and the Bengals go 12 and four next year and go to the AFC Championship. But it, I just don't oh, think he's going to get fired dark. this week. <laughs> I think they're dark. testing Jimmy Haslam's patience. They have the bye week. I would be a little surprised if something doesn't happen during that bye week. Maybe it's bringing in a front office guy. Maybe it's firing yeah. a coordinator. I don't know. It just feels like that's the time they'll do something. London is a dangerous yeah. place for a head coach of a struggling team. This one from Matt. Can you find a way to spin a narrative that makes Colts fans not sad people for the next 44 weeks? Colleen. Oh, my God. No, I'm not that I'm not that good. I can't do that <laughs> because right now they look horrendous. I feel so bad for Jacoby Brissett, and I guess Jacoby Brissett would be the one thing that you could sort of be like, okay, Okay, well, I mean, we have a good backup, like, for when luck comes back. But the defense made Blake Bortles look amazing. The offensive line is a mess. I don't know. I'm sorry. I I think the GM is going to have a chance to pick the coach he wants. Right. And you've got Andrew Luck coming back. I understand it's 44 weeks, but... Your future is much brighter than the team we just discussed and others. Here's the thing. You're a, this is a proud franchise that has been in a lot of big games. This Colts team wasn't doing anything this year regardless. So now you're going to have Andrew Luck next year, and maybe you have a number one draft pick or a number two draft pick, whatever it is, to help him out, and you'll have a new coach. Like, yeah, You could be excited about that. You weren't going anywhere. I don't know. I thought Mark's argument was probably the best. I agree. 44 weeks. That's you know, a long time. Andrew well, could be completely Try healthy. 25 years or 30 years or 40 years <laughs> if you're a Lions fan. Draft. Get break. excited for the Get draft. Get pumped up for the draft. Uh, moving on, uh, this one from Mark, another Mark, this one with a K. With the announcement on Sunday about the halftime show at the Super Bowl, what are each of your favorite halftime shows? Mark. Well, so we've been to a couple live. Beyonce was my favorite live. We've I been was to six live. Fascinated yeah. by the Beyonce show. It's my but favorite. when you go back and look on ones that happened in YouTube, the fact that this happened in human history, the Up With People halftime <laughs> show that I never saw, but it was like way back when, is one of the most strange things that have occurred in a public setting I've ever witnessed. So you must go watch this on YouTube. I cannot believe the NFL signed off on this. It would never fly today in pro sports. Well, there wasn't that it's big. Very a, wholesome. It wasn't that big of a deal. Like if you go look through some of the half right. times, it's like seven different performers, and sometimes they're just promoting a Disney movie that bombed with a bunch of Disney songs that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> and that's like yeah. that. Yeah. That was the halftime show. Yeah. It wasn't that big a deal. Michael Jackson kind of changed the game. He did. I loved Beyonce. She was amazing. It was that. That was such a fun Super Bowl. Like it was. The weather was wonderful. It was. Really, We're in the like, Bayhive. Yeah, we went to we went to go see Beyonce right after well, that too. That was the power outage, right? No, that was the one in uh, at. Uh, no, it was at, it was two San years Francisco. Ago. Yeah, two years ago. Oh, the second Beyonce. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, you like that one better I than like the that first? One. Oh, I would go with the Superdome Beyonce. I mean, but they're they're both so good. But yeah, I just I was at four. I was at that one. So that uh, it yeah, was she did formation better for me. At the uh, San Francisco one, and she brought it back, Destiny's Child. That was probably, I would put that one among the ones I went to. I would put the Beyonce one at top, 
top of the list um, as like a 37 year old dad who loves you too. Like them playing after 9-11. That's my favorite show ever. I thought that was very powerful. Uh, do you have anything? Yeah, I was a huge Greg. fan of the 1998 Boys to Men, Smokey Robinson, Martha <laughs> Reed, no, Temptations, and Queen Latifah. It was the shout out to Motown. Lindsay, what about you? <laughs> how, how could none of you guys say Prince? That was yeah, that's hands it gets down a lot of love. That was the best one in my life. You know opinion. what? I respect Prince. Rest in peace, Prince. Blah blah blah, Prince. Uh, Whoa! But that gets a ton of love, so I don't feel like they need more people shouting. I was at Prince. that press conference where Prince played, which was pretty cool. I mean, that that wasn't oh. a halftime show, but you know, the, he did a press conference where he didn't speak; he just played three songs. That's, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is very that was cool. 2007, and also the Beyonce uh, before the Super Bowl in New Orleans. Uh, there was a controversy that she had not sung the national anthem uh, before. Uh, the I think Obama was inaugurated for the second time, and there was a lot of heat around that at the time. So she walked out for her. Um, they do a press conference every year uh, before the Super Bowl on like a Thursday, and she walked out, picked up a ca- picked up a mic, and just like delivered a flawless rendition. And the whole place was like, "Yeah, <laughs> controversy <laughs> over." Yeah. Uh, moving on, Chuck uh, says what is the head coach's version of the Dalton scale. Methinks it's John Fox. Mm-mm. What you Great what question. say yous? Love that. This How about question. Marvin Lewis? Give me a break. Oh. He'll get you there, but then he won't get you any farther. He'll get you you have a couple of nice seasons, you get a little five and eleven action, yeah. four and twelve. Then you have a little thing where we get excited about Marvin Lewis, then he disappoints you. Mm. That's a perfect it's one. It's a good one. I feel like he's been too too successful with like an all-time terrible franchise. Like he's like. What about John Fox? 14. Well, Fox, isn't that Andy Dalton? Fox kind of. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Fox kind of works. I'm trying to think of the Jim Caldwell. Maybe he's like right, right in the middle there. Yeah, Caldwell's. He's the. Yeah, Caldwell's I think he's in the conversation. Got to a Super Bowl, but yeah. Yeah. I love that question. I feel like I need to think about it. Yeah, that's what I want to like. Who else? Who else would be? Bit. Fox is a Fox is a pretty great. Pretty great suggestion. Sean Payton sliding down. Oh, oh. come on. Sliding he down. He brings something to the table, though. He's not adult. He's not the Dalton scale. I'm not going to go with someone that's also been like <laughs> you some of these Super newer Bowl. coaches we don't know. <laughs> Just like getting you fired where up. Does, where does Pagano land? Pagano. Oh, other side. Wrong like, side. He like weighs the whole thing down. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jason Garrett's a sneaky answer right there. People forget his yeah. first years, and I know he does a fine job kind of running, but I think if you put him in different situations, he's just going to be the guy that that brings you to the middle. Garrett's a good one. Uh, moving on, this from Paul. Which AFC division is a lock? He's locking it up to have multiple playoff teams. Which AFC division? Mm. Which A lock. Well, a lock is too strong. I just don't agree there is a lock. Uh, AFC East, uh, I'll just go through it in my mind. AFC East, no lock for a second team. AFC North is kind of a Forget mess. the North. No. The South, uh, no locks to be seen, but probably... It, it's a sneaky division. If, yeah, but... if you believe in Jacksonville and Houston and Tennessee, two of those three maybe get in the spot. Case I would say the AFC West... Is still to there. me still because I still think the Raiders, despite the records, are going to well, yeah. make a play, and I think the Chiefs will make it. One that would be them. my selection. I'm with you yeah. with, with West, but I, with the West, but it's also been easily well the North too, but the most disappointing AFC division or division in football. I think the AFC East has a good chance. I wouldn't lock. I would lock up the West too, but I would kind of, if I had to guess, I go the East gets one and, and the West gets one. Hmm. Really? I mean, the Bills and the Dolphins are four and two. It's not you know they're someone's going to w- win those division games. 
Uh, this is from David. When's it time for the Fork Podcast? Reckon it will be the toughest season to call for a while. Uh-oh. Great news to everybody. Next Tuesday, I figured at the midway point of the season, uh, bust out the fork and and say so long to some teams that we decide have no chance to make the playoffs. Very dangerous, Greg, proposition in 2017. Hopefully not in week eight, but... Right, there's almost... We kinda, I kind of went through the four that I would choose right now, and I... I at least as of this week, I'd maybe throw the Cardinals in there too. Now that I think of it, with Carson Palmer out, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be difficult, and of course, will there be like bagels and things? Is there going to be well, a meeting? We, we got to get together, lox bagels, some um, Irish soda bread. Great. My mom's going to ship it in. <laughs> right. uh, tea, coffee, <laughs> and we all just get together and we we figure it out. Yeah. And of course, if we get anything wrong, we donate to a charity of that te- in that team's city. Just like we did the last time this exercise Every completely year. crashed Every year. and burned. I think I think we've never and one time we didn't get it wrong. Didn't get it. <laughs> yes, wrong. one year only we one skated year, through. But every other year, there's been some team that we got wrong. Who is this from Peter? Who is yeah? So. Um, we're going to fork it next Tuesday. Next week. This from Peter. Who is the front runner for MVP so far this year? Um, kind of touched on this earlier. I'll, I'm just going to stick with him. Colleen's boy, Carson Wentz. Carson I'm Wentz. all excited about him. I'll say him. I think he's surging. I think Greg was correct. The front runner right now for me would be Tom Brady. Brady would be my pick. Although I think if the vote was today, people are just get so caught up in whatever just happened. Wentz, right. Wentz, Wentz would win. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Wentz true. Wentz would win it today. I don't know. The fact, though, that I'd go Brady. the conversation is even Tom Brady or Carson Wentz as MVP Alex Smith kind of blowing my mind. Alex Smith. Is in the mix. He has like right now. 17 touchdowns and no interceptions. Uh, they should have had and one two. last week, but well, that's it's a lot of luck. Le'Veon Bell's a, a sneaky. I was going to say a non-quarterback. Yeah, a sneaky guy to, that could move up. Is he even going to be alive by week 17? You can't be Alex Smith and go on TNF and lose. That's not how MVP. Well, they have five primetime games. So no, he's, he's, gotta, yeah. he's, he's not going to go gotta, five and zero. He's got to keep doing. He's two he's and gotta, one. He's played great. I, I would have really put that loss on him. You I'm put not on putting the it on him. I'm just yeah. saying why, the only great. reason we're talking about Carson Wentz is because of what he did last night. Right. No one was talking about this 24 hours. But Alex Smith had a unbelievable Monday night performance. Yep. He had an unbelievable yeah. kickoff game performance. He's going to have a couple more. Got to win some of those games. We were making fun of the schedule makers for putting the Chiefs in primetime five times, I think, in the first eight weeks. You know they what? It. it worked out. They saw it coming. It worked out well, schedule guys. They nailed it. This from uh, Mosh Ferratu. Mosh Ferratu. I'm trying, buddy. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers can throw again in six weeks after surgery, do you think my parents will uh, get back together? That's not a real. <laughs> that's a real question. Really? So it deserves a real answer. It is. I saw the tweet. Um, I I just hope that's the case. No matter what Aaron Rodgers does, I hope that would be the case. If that's what's right for your family. The answer, by the way, is no. They don't love each other anymore, and they made the decision. Once they made the decision to separate. Yeah. They realize that, wow, why did we wait so long to do this? Uh, and let's hope they're just happier with whoever they end up with. Doesn't it always go that way, but, uh, well, well, plus, plus luck he was to you, put on injured uh, most reserve, reserve, so it's, it's over. Yeah, I don't, yeah that's not going to happen for Aaron Rodgers. Oof. Okay. It's his throwing arm. All right. And finally, uh, Carlos asks, what's the favorite movie you've seen this year? Mm. Well... I guess, uh, all right, so I'll start everybody off. I'm not a particular movie buff. Cinephile, if yeah, you Yeah, I'm not. But 
Uh, and this movie is a 2015 movie, but I did watch it for the first time this year. And I love Sicario. Have you guys seen it with Emily Blunt? Missed it. I've heard really? good things. But yeah, I've so, not seen it. Yet. It's so, so good. If you haven't seen it, love it, watch it. It's a great one. Yeah, it's like she's, you know, an FBI agent situation, drug lords. Mm. It's awesome. Mark? I read the tweet as like a movie that came out this year, so it's a smaller sample size, but I... <laughs> I, I probably watched it. Shots fired. No, no, no. Okay. That's where my answer, that, I'm saying that's where my answer came from. Um, Mother, I thought was something I cannot stop thinking about. It will. I would it's not. Amazing. I also would not suggest that anyone else go see it. I don't want anyone to go see it based off of without being curious on your own. Because yeah. it's disturbing. Did you guys see it together? We did. We did. We did. <laughs> we did the thing where like I sat down and then Dan like sat two seats away from me. <laughs> yeah, and, like, we had both the whole theater ourselves. And I remember because we drove down. Uh, speaking of you two, we drove down to San Diego on a Friday night last month <laughs> to see Mother. Yeah, and it was like we had time Friday to kill. Day, we yeah. didn't want to get too drunk before yeah. the show. We played it smart. So <laughs> we said, let's go see a movie. And I remember thinking to myself, and Mark had already seen it two days earlier. I remember thinking to myself as the opening credits started, and I knew it was like a heavy deep movie i was like what am i doing here <laughs> it wasn't very it was <laughs> well, well, by the way not only we yes because i had to go find out what i'd seen the first time and we this movie theater we were in was cut from on like a 1993 reality it was the amazing. entire mall complex yes. like nothing there was modernized and then the movie we saw only added to it and dan and i had to walk like 14 city blocks to kind of shake yeah, off the, the malaise sting. of it. Yes, what the whole thing. That's that what happened. you want in a movie. It sounds like it. A, it it's great. It, it had an effect. I didn't. I wouldn't say I enjoyed. It. I think I'm. I'm just thinking. I think I've seen four movies this year. I saw Get Out uh-huh. at the beginning of the year, which I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, That's a good one. I saw Mother, which just weirded me out mostly, and I would not suggest if you have young children. Do not see, go it. see that. Do not do not. I saw The Big Sick. Yeah. And I, I like the big sick. Uh, I, like that too. I, I didn't hate it, didn't love it, and I saw it, which uh, was more kind of um, therapy for me to like. It's like a personal moment. <laughs> yeah. What do they call it? The type of therapy where you have to face your embrace your fears. Fa- yeah, yeah, face them. So didn't I didn't. I don't really have a favorite therapy. movie. I, I guess it would be Get Out would be my favorite movie that I saw of the four. Hmm. So I'll say that. Yeah, I've only seen two movies this year. I'm gonna go with the Defiant ones if that counts. It's on HBO. It's a it's a movie. It was it's a documentary. It was a documentary. It was it's a bit well, of a documentary. Cheap, but it was a, very good. It is a documentaries are movies, but yes. that is maybe a limited series. You mm. could you could argue, right? You know, exposure therapy. That's that was why I saw it. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Have you? Do you have uh, like an experience with that before? Exposure therapy. First time. Okay. I, I tried it out. I think it kind of worked. I'm a little less scared of clowns now. So you can't we'll hurt test me. Test that anymore. out. All right. You can't hurt me, Connie. <laughs> uh, and I love that one too. That was great. Uh, what was it called again? Defiant oh, one. The Defiant ones. That I was saw Beguiled. That was pretty good. Little Colin Farrell action. Little Fa- yeah, Little, little Sophia Farrell. Coppola. Ooh. Little Cope. All right. <laughs> um, we will be back on Thursday. Uh, we will recap that Ravens-Dolphins game and then, of course, get into all of the Week 8 games. Week 8, Mark, halfway home, halfway over. <laughs> Not even season. nearly halfway. It's the halfway no? point of the, the season. Talk to me about Week right 13 <laughs> is about halfway. Don't even talk to me about um, Week all right. 8. I made it through a show. You did a great job. Yes! You made the whole show. This is Dan Hansen signing off. Make sure you check out our video show again. Dan Hansen signing off for Quiet Storm, Connie Fox, the old boss, and Lindsay Fulton behind the glass. Till Thursday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.